talk about narcissistic mother-in-laws and we're going to talk about this person because they are really the enabler and there's a couple of different scenarios first off when we talk about narcissism we typically think of you know lack of empathy no sense of self you know needs attention needs that admiration just that kind of like real egotistical type of a personality when we talk about mother-in-laws there's two scenarios that can actually happen you can have the mother-in-law whose child is narcissistic as well so maybe you're dealing with your own partner or your ex-partner who is narcissistic and they are essentially enabling that person's behavior constantly or you're dealing with the narcissistic mother-in-law who raised a child who's actually not narcissistic. So that's your partner or even your ex-partner. Now, both scenarios are going to be different. And I want to talk about these two different scenarios and how to cope and deal with this type of personality and how to either help your relationship with your partner or how to manage your own feelings if you're dealing with your ex. So scenario one is you are dealing with a narcissistic mother-in-law whose child has absolutely no idea that their mother is even narcissistic and they're not narcissistic as well. Now this can be extremely challenging because if you're dealing with a mother-in-law who's narcissistic and your partner isn't, and they're not even aware that she is narcissistic, you're now opening this box of knowledge and information to your partner. And depending on where they're at, they may not be ready to even accept or listen or even entertain what you have to say. They really have to be open to the realization of what it is that they're actually seeing because chances are they've either been in denial about what they're seeing or they just had absolutely no idea and this is like completely eye-opening for them. So since you're kind of the person that's like opening this window of information to your partner of like, hey, look, your mom's narcissistic and hey, look, this stuff that she does is not okay and you're starting to bring this to the forefront of your relationship, you have to be extremely patient with this person because while you might have seen this for years or for a very long period of time, they're actually just seeing it for the first time. And so they're processing everything that you're telling them and what they're seeing through clear eyes for the very first time. And you have to also remember that this is their parent. And so now what's going to happen is it's going to kind of like bring to the surface all of these things that maybe they've never dealt with, maybe they've never acknowledged, maybe they've just never seen, not to be, not that they were being ignorant, it just wasn't something that had come up for them. It wasn't a problem back then or years ago, and now it's starting to be a problem. So one of the struggles that you'll have when you're struggling in your relationship with your partner because the mother is narcissistic and it's either interfering with your relationship or, you know, it's just very difficult to have her around is you might receive pushback from your partner and that's completely normal. Remember, you're exposing something to them that is very sad and this isn't something that's great news and no one really wants to hear. So you kind of have to allow for like the ebbs and flows to happen with this person where maybe they'll get defensive, maybe they'll give you some pushback, maybe there'll be some denial. But I think it's just a matter of over time, is this person receptive at all to what I'm saying? And this will determine whether or not this person's ready to start healing from that relationship. What usually ends up happening is this person is now sitting in a great deal of pain and you are the one on some levels that has brought this pain to the forefront. And 
while you have to be very patient with this person while they're processing this stuff, you also don't have to be a doormat. And so learning how to find boundaries and learning how to even help this person through this process is really essential, but even giving them the tools themselves to get through this period that they're in where they're having to face who their mother really is for even possibly the first time. You have to remember, this is like some real harsh truths and either they never saw it before or quite frankly, they just didn't want to see it. But either way, now it's undeniable and it's like hitting them in the face and they can't not see it. And so when anyone goes through something like this where they're faced with some real pain, it's so, so important to just be supportive throughout this process. Now you could get the person who's actually fully aware of who their mother is and they're not narcissistic, but they are aware that their mother is. And while this might be easier because you're not exposing some truths that have just never been there before, it also has its challenges too. You could end up in a conversation with your partner where they do become very defensive because at the end of the day, it is their mother. Or there could be some kind of pushback that they are giving you. And really what that means is that there are still unhealed wounds inside of that person that probably they haven't fully dealt with. So if they haven't really dealt with it, then it's still gonna be kind of like a sore and it's gonna be a sensitive subject and topic for them to kind of talk about and really let that window fully open. So they might be aware, but they still haven't like dealt with any of that. And the emotions or the sadness or really facing of the reality, it's something that they've just known as a concept, but haven't exactly felt it or dealt with it. The more you can kind of just like open yourself to the realization that you're a team and you'll get through this together and you know, hopefully this person is a little receptive where the defensiveness tends to come down because you know, at the end of the day, you are exposing something that maybe that they just didn't want to deal with. But as long as they know that or feel that you are a team in this and that you both will get through this, then you absolutely will. It's the people that, again, don't really want to face this and don't really want to open the window and start kind of healing some stuff that ends up usually coming between them and their partner. I think sometimes where it becomes a little bit of a problem is where you as the partner can see how the mother-in-law is negatively impacting your relationship or your partner, but your partner can't see it. So maybe your partner isn't necessarily narcissistic, but maybe they do put their mother on a very high pedestal. And that can definitely interfere with how well you're able to communicate with your partner and how comfortable you are with this person to kind of like express like your frustration, your pain, your hurt, and that can definitely come in between two people. Usually those types of partners that had mothers like that will be the more codependent partners and chances are if you're looking at your partner, you'll be able to tell right away if they lean towards more codependency versus narcissism, that'll be easy to spot. And so if you do see that kind of codependent tendency either with their mother or just with people in general in their own life, then you're not dealing with a mother that enabled bad behavior or really enabled the child, but really a mother that probably was emotionally unavailable and criticized the child a lot. So one of those two things usually ended up happening to kind of form that codependency that's now within the child. Now, scenario two is the mother-in-law who is narcissistic and your partner or ex-partner is narcissistic as well. This is really 
the ultimate enabler. Now, for scenario one, where the partner isn't narcissistic, the mother-in-law can still enable the child. They can enable the, the child to be codependent on her. They can enable the child through using things like manipulation or guilt um, or shame or whatever it is that she likes to use on her child to kind of get them to give her what she wants. So it's more of a, an enabling manipulation tactic that she'll use that will come in between you and your partner or will really hinder your relationship with your mother-in-law because you see really the dysfunction. You see the behavior that's happening and you know it's unhealthy, but unfortunately your partner can't really see it clearly. That's scenario one. Scenario two, when you're dealing with a partner who in fact is narcissistic or an ex-partner who is in fact narcissistic and so is their mother, that is the ultimate enabler because they're basically just both feeding each other. And really what ends up happening is the child, your partner or your ex, still, even though they're narcissistic or they have tendencies or they have traits, is craving that mother. They're craving the mother that they so wanted. They're never, they never seem good enough, which is essentially where the low self-esteem comes into play. And then of course that manifests into a multitude of other narcissistic traits that this person displays just because they don't feel enough because they didn't get what they needed from the mother. And then the mother enables the son because again, this kind of like fills her ego and makes her feel okay. So it's like this vicious, nasty cycle that ends up happening when you're dealing with two people who are completely unaware of their behavior of what their behavior is actually doing to each other and they don't know how to cope and they don't know how to heal. So these are just two people that are completely unhealed that are just living life, basically hurting each other constantly. When you're dealing with a narcissistic mother who enables the narcissistic child, the damage is the enabling behavior. And this happens for you know two reasons really. Reason number one is this child is essentially the golden child. And this mother, this child always gave this mother a sense of you're giving me of narcissistic supply, right? So this child always gave something to this parent that made them feel good. They were getting something positive from this child and the child lived a life trying to just be everything that this parent, this mother wanted them to be. So they never really had their own sense of self. They always tried to like play these characters and play these roles. And that's why things like the mask even exist in someone who's narcissistic because they don't have a sense of self. And so they have to constantly be playing characters. And if you've ever known the scenario between the narcissistic mother and a narcissistic um, child, and if you've seen this dynamic, it's as clear as day when you really actually see this dysfunction in front of you because you see that this person doesn't really have a solid sense of self, that they really never learned or didn't have the tools to really foster that within themselves. And so they're constantly playing characters. And then you see how the mother feeds into that. And then you see how the child tries to keep continuing that. And it's just this horrible cycle that's played out. It's actually really, really sad to watch. But either the child was the golden child and so she enabled this behavior because she was getting great narcissistic supply or this child or she enabled the child in a way that made the child want to just jump hoops to be who the mother wanted them to be. 
Her goal was to always make this child look at her as if she was God, which meant that there's no real boundaries. And there, you know, when a child is enabled in this way and the child looks at the mother in such a high regard, in an unhealthy high regard, then that just means that the child never really learned how to stand alone. As parents, that's the job, that's the goal, is we raise children to become adults who can stand on their own two feet, who, yes, will always need us, but don't need us also, right? That they can live their life on their own and 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 we don't have to monitor them or they don't have to be something that they're not. We love them unconditionally. And so when the child didn't really receive any of those things, then this type of relationship starts to happen. And this is where it becomes a really big problem between you and your partner who's narcissistic, not only because now you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, regardless of their mother-in-law, uh, regardless of their mother, but now you have to deal with a mother-in-law who isn't in any way going to help you throughout your relationship. And I think to top it all off, if you're dealing with a partner who's narcissistic, you're never gonna get any amount of empathy, obviously, but you're definitely not gonna get anyone that can even see what you're talking about and is going to be able to even help you or acknowledge it at all. You're not gonna get the validation. You're not gonna get any of those things because it's just these two people that are in their own dysfunctional relationship and you're just the outsider. And then you actually start to become the problem. And that's really the job of even the mother-in-law. If you start to become a threat, watch out because now she's just going to continuously chirp and enable into that child, into your partner's, ear in order to basically make you, you know, the odd man out. And that really will obviously hurt your relationship. It more so is, it's more obvious when you're dealing with an ex-partner who's narcissistic, because then you see the enabling actually happening. This is usually where I'll be on a phone with a client and they're kind of telling me like, look, my partner doesn't do anything. Like she'll drop the kids off at the mother's house or the mother will come pick them up and like they don't have any responsibility and they'll kind of enable in that way or they'll just do too much for the child or for, the, for your ex-partner or partner where it's not healthy and it's not actually the way that a parent is supposed to be at this stage of the adult's life. And so you start to see just the conversations or the gestures or the favors or you know the 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 sympathy that the mother-in-law is playing on the child where none of those things should actually be happening because maybe what the person did was not okay and she's making excuses for it whatever those scenarios are but we more so see it when we're outside of the family and we can look in and see the enabling behavior. Whereas sometimes when you're in the family, especially when you don't even know that possibly your uh, mother-in-law or ex-mother-in-law is narcissistic, it's even harder to see what's really actually going on in the dynamics of this family. I think with all people who tend to have narcissistic tendencies, one of the uh, people in general, with anyone in general, one of the best things you can ever do for yourself is learn how to have really strong boundaries. That will help you to protect yourself from unhealthy behavior. It will help you to 
learn how to soothe yourself and become a little bit unshakable when someone does try to violate you or does something that isn't okay. And I think then that in turn will teach a person in front of you what they can and cannot do. It doesn't mean that they're gonna change their character or who they are at their core, but it does mean that they're going to change their approach towards you. And this in turn just benefits you. So I hope you have enjoyed this video. If you did, don't forget to give it a thumbs up and don't forget to comment down below on any topic ideas that you guys would like me to cover. As always, thank you so much for watching and subscribing, you guys. I'm so thankful for this community of people. I think we've been on for maybe like seven years now almost. So that's so crazy. But anyways, I will see you in next week's video.